Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you to the show today. Today, we're going to be talking about headaches. I know we talked about the gut for the last few weeks, and obviously did a recap on the event that we had uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. Now, um... And, you know, just uh, diving into a couple different topics that are still affecting people, hundreds and thousands of people uh, across our state and obviously millions of people in in the country. So headaches are one of those things. And there's different types. And obviously, as the season is starting to change, you know, from that overall warm all day, all night to that cooler morning and obviously uh, cooler evenings and obviously hot days, that's starting to um, cause a lot of different issues in people. Uh, not only in the joints and the body, but also um, when it comes to sinuses, etc. So we're going to be diving into all types of different headaches and how they occur, what you can do to manage those naturally without drugs and surgery, and how obviously you can prevent yourself from getting these headaches over and over. So, uh, but before that, I once again I always want to remind you: you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by Simply call in our office at 937-552-7364. You can always, obviously, press option two and talk to one of our team members, or you can text that number, once again, 937-552-7364. And you can text that number and say, hey, you know, I'm interested about headaches, or you can text headaches, you can text new patient, you can text dinner. Our next dinner coming up is on September 12th, Monday, 6.30 p.m. at Basil's in Troy, just so, you know, a couple of weeks away. So if you're interested in uh, coming and listening to what it is that we do in our office, you're more than welcome to text the word DINNER to 937-552-7364. You can just also call that number and get signed up for the dinner. Once again, um, we do have limited seating. Uh, it is filling up pretty quickly. Uh, obviously, after school starts, um, a lot of people get back into routine, and these dinners become a very, very big hot item. So definitely, uh, if you're interested in at least coming in here, what we do and how we do it, uh, get signed up. Once again, that dinner is on September 12th. At 6.30 p.m., Basil's in Troy. Uh, it's completely free. You come, you listen. If it makes sense, you make an appointment. If not, you leave there with a belly full of food. So, uh, And, of course, I always before I start the show, I always like to share why it is that I get on radio every single week and why it is that I educate people about health and healing and where it comes from. And that is because of my mom. And my mom you know, was somebody, actually, <laughs> that, that literally suffered from headaches constantly when I was a young, young uh, man and a, a kid, basically. And I remember... My mom, you know, eight years ago calling me to tell me that she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And, of course, um, you know, she starts crying on the phone. I start crying on the phone. Uh, my mom is my hero. And I remember seeing her suffer uh, as a young man just trying to make ends meet, to put food on the table, roof over her head. So I was devastated when she told me that. And, of course, I was not surprised that my mom was having a health ailment, but I was definitely surprised that it was cancer because for years uh, before, my mom was always dealing with upper back pain, neck pain, headaches, chronic sinus infections, and she was always getting the same exact treatment protocol, which was always a medication. And they always, obviously, recommended some sort of surgical intervention if things did not get better. My mom never did that. She always declined. But at the end of the day, clearly, that only masks the symptoms for years, really decades, until she was left with cancer, which threatened to take a life at any moment. So I asked my mom, 
why are you doing things different now? She says, son, simple. I finally realized that I can die, and I want to see my grandchildren grow up. Four of those grandchildren are my kids. Obviously, if you listen every week, you know them by, by heart. You know their names by heart. Uh, you know, Eden, who's nine now, Eve, who's seven, John Luke, who's four, and Ellery, who is 14, almost 15 months old. So my mom chose to take responsibility for her health in her own hands to afford my kids, nieces, and nephews the opportunity of having a grandmother in the future. And because of that, I'm thankful, blessed, and happy to say that my mom is still alive today. Uh, once again, it's nearly nine years post-diagnosis, eight, eight years right now, that she was told, hey, if you don't follow what we say, you're going to die of cancer. And my mom is still here. Uh, she's not perfect by any means, but she's definitely still alive, living independently, and doing well. So, you know, at the end of the day, I always ask you, the listener, who is responsible for your health? And everybody knows the answer. You're responsible for your health because at the end of the day, uh, if you don't take care of you, nobody will, right? And yeah, unfortunately, when other people take care of you, it's typically when it's so bad and you're so far gone, there's really nothing else anybody else can do for you other than like alleviate your symptoms and kind of just wait for your body to slowly decay and eventually pass on, which is unfortunate. That's literally what happens. Of course, there's a lot of instances in when you know the body will recover, but unfortunately, we are very stubborn as people and we don't obviously want to <laughs> do things that are preventative. And it's unfortunate because preventative things are easy to not do. That's really what it comes down to. Pre preventative things are easy to not do. Like, you know that it's really good for you to go for a walk 30 minutes, but it's also, you know, it's, it's really, really good for you. We know that, but it's also really, really easy not to do it. You know, and we obviously make the excuses, which are valid. I'm not taking any away from the excuses you make because we all make them. Hey, I'm busy, life, work, this hurts, that hurts. I got to work an extra job to make ends meet or I don't have the time or it's too cold outside. Whatever the case is, it's okay. It is an excuse. We all do. I make excuses too. We're human, right? But if you were to obviously be diagnosed with something crazy, I would imagine that your actual perspective would change and then you would do things differently and you go from a different standpoint. So having lost my father when I was um, 18 years old uh, on Christmas Eve, actually, I was at basic training for the Army and then my mom battling cancer. Yes, it is, it is easy for me not to get up and work out in the morning. And once again, I'm not no physical specimen with a six pack and super jacked and any of that. Right. But uh, I maintain my, my body to the best of my ability and I'm not trying to run a marathon. I'm not trying to do anything sexy or amazing. I'm trying to just literally walk my daughters down the aisle. I'm trying to be at my son's wedding. I'm trying to hold my grandchildren. I'm trying to play with my grandchildren on the ground uh, and not have pain in my back or my knees or my, my elbows or my shoulder or whatever. Right. That's what I'm trying to do. So it's easy for me not to work out in the morning. But it's also, you know, it's also easy to work out because I know my big reason why I, why I am working out, right? I know that it's not just about right now and, you know, my pants fitting nice and not too tight, right? It's about being there, longevity uh, in the future. So I know some of you are like, dude, what does that have to do with headaches, bro? Dr. Juan, like you went off on a tangent. I actually typically start my show with a tangent of something that's burning in my heart. I don't rehearse it. I just kind of speak from the heart. Why? Because sometimes you just need to hear truth. Sometimes you need to hear truth that it may sting a little bit. And that sting is actually good because that's kind of the Holy Spirit telling you, like, you should probably do something, right? If it doesn't even face you, then you're probably not even worried about your health. You have so many other disasters going on in your life 
um, that you don't like health is the last thing you're worried about. Right. And I get that. that there's nothing wrong with that. But those of you that those those comments kind of stung a little bit and that's OK. It, like that's exactly where I was before I started taking charge and responsibility for my own health. Right. I was like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't matter. Like, I work out. I do this. And I'm eating these kind of foods. And then realizing that the foods that I thought were healthy were actually really unhealthy because they were genetically modified, right? So all these things obviously cause problems. Some of those problems are sometimes headaches, right? Not necessarily all the time, but they cause problems. So one of the problems that I'm focusing on today is headaches because... Yes, I've talked about it before, but right now the biggest issue is that a lot of people are dealing with headaches left and right because of the changing temperatures. And I know that makes like no sense for some people, but those of you who have them, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And the reason why that happens is because whenever the the, the summer starts kind of fading away, especially we're noticing it now in the evenings, right? And, and this is like my favorite time of the year, not because it's cold outside, um, but I love the cooler mornings right it's not it's not cold by any means but in the mornings it's a little cooler and that's awesome because you can get out and work out you can break a sweat but not be like profusely sweating it's not like muggy and i also love this this season of the the, the year because obviously all the major holidays are coming uh but more more so too like you know i also love football i love the changing of the leaves i, I love just just the fall in general right but some of you actually hate the fall because the fall brings on a set of new allergies that you thought you were over from actually, uh, you know, the spring. So some allergies, some headaches, some issues, right? So when the temperature starts changing and you start getting those cooler mornings and evenings, right, like 60s and 50, high 50s and low 60s, right, that challenges your immune system. Not too terribly, uh, but it challenges enough for your body to start kind of like adapting, right? So some of those adaptations that happen are in a form of headaches, right? So I'm going to talk about some headaches today, just kind of give you a, a little bit of an idea of what these headaches are, what they are not, where they come from, uh, and what you can do about it, right? So some of the most common types of headaches we all know, right? Like tension headaches, right? It feels like a band around your head, and it kind of may, may come down between like your eyebrows and the front right between your eyes, right? Uh, sometimes you get a migraine, typically occurs literally on just one side of the head. So, um... That is like, you know, you start seeing an aura or like this like blinking or blinding kind of like light or flashes in your eye. Sometimes you get a cluster headache. A cluster headache is behind like one of the eye, like eyeballs, right? So it's just like this pressure that feels like your eye is going to pop out uh, very, very sharp sometimes, right? Like kind of right by where, you know, the, the center portion of the actual eye towards the nose right there. Sometimes that's where, where it comes from. Sometimes... um. Sometimes you, you get headaches just from actual trauma, like falling, car accidents, and that's the ones, obviously, we see those tension headaches and migraines are, like, the most popular. And then sometimes you get sinus headaches, and these are the ones that are kind of starting to rise up right now because of the temperature changes, right? So tension, tension headaches, migraines, and sinus headaches are the ones that are mainly uh, an issue that people are dealing with right now. And obviously some of them are because of lifestyle. Some of them are because of medication. Some of them are because you just have them. Uh, but I'm going to focus on those three. And of course I'll talk about the other ones, but uh, the ones that are most common are tension headaches, migraines, and sinus headaches. And obviously those are not too fun because clearly, obviously they affect your life. And I don't typically get headaches ever. I may get a headache once or twice a year and it's typically because I'm dehydrated or didn't sleep well or something as such, right? But I cannot imagine going through your day every day having a headache. It's absolutely disorienting. 
It is frustrating. It's painful. It's just not fun. So on the next segment, I'm going to be diving in to each one of these actual types of headaches and what you can do. And then on the segment after that, I'll kind of give you some natural remedies or solutions on what you can do. So it's trigger point, pressure points, uh, stretches, etc. As So you know what to do in order to potentially alleviate or mitigate some of these headaches from happening over and over. So I do have to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO, the Institute and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest as always. I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can call our office at 937-552-7364. You can also text that number once again, 937-552-7364. You can also um, you know, find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. Um, and you can also find us on podcasts via iTunes or Spotify. So you can listen to this show or any of our previous shows that we've done in the past and literally listen to any topic we've covered and obviously dive in or share with your family members so they can actually do something about it. So uh, talking about headaches for the, those of you who are just joining us. And once again, I talked about the three major types that like really walk into our office all the time, sinus headaches, tension headaches, and migraines. So I'll dive into each one of those. But before I do that, I want to kind of just talk about where headaches come from and how they actually happen, right? So a lot of people like understand I have a headache, but they don't really understand the physiology the abnormality that's happening uh, in that moment, your body's obviously adapting to this environment and what's going on, but there's a there's a reason why it's happening. Something is off. So, but I want to talk about the structure and the anatomy first to kind of give you uh, some some insight as to why it is that it happens and how they actually occur. So, a headache is literally uh, it can refer, it can result from um, inflammation in the actual pain sensitive parts of the head and neck. So. Those pain-sensitive parts are, it's not technically the actual name, it's areas of high nociception. Nociception is just uh, the type of actual nerve endings that are meant to feel pain uh, and different, different sensations, right? So mechanoreceptors are the ones that are meant to figure out movement and feel where you're moving, right? So the, the issue is that these headaches um, come from inflammation in that area, of the head and neck that are very, very rich in nerves, muscles, and blood vessels. So when those areas, which are very nociceptively rich, uh, are become inflamed or affected, they start creating an altered pattern in the nerve or the blood vessels or the muscles. So basically, um, literally, what happens is that there is, if you were to grab your, your you grab put both of your hands kind of like by your ears and you go back behind your ears and then you go back towards the back of your neck and you go back kind of like a little corner of your neck where your neck and your head meet, that's called the suboccipital triangle. So if you press in there, you feel that it's very kind of squishy. There's muscles in that area. Well, in that suboccipital triangle, there is blood vessel, a ton of little muscles, and nerves. So when that area gets tense, 
and some of you even know this because whenever you are sitting and you have a really terrible headache, you actually grab your thumbs and press in that area and it'll bring some sort of relief. Especially if you have like a tension headache, even a migraine sometimes, right? It seldomly works for sinus headaches, but mostly tension headaches and migraines, right? So basically, if you press in that area, that means that there's probably a spasm going on. And when those spasms happen, they inflame the muscle. The muscle gets inflamed, and then that starts putting pressure. Fluids start putting pressure on the nerves and the blood vessels. And that will cause literally increase in pressure in your head or the nerves to be irritated. And that's where the headache symptomatology comes in. So this is where you have to be aware what kind of headache you have and then, you know, really, really focus on like, what, what is it? Is it a tension headache? Is it a migraine? Cause obviously there's different ways to approach it, but really, really important is that those nerve sensitive areas or those nociceptive rich areas are being affected. And more likely than not is because you're probably slept wrong. You're out of position. Something's going on that's causing it. So something I'll dive into the next segment right now. I got to take a quick break. You're listening to living the full life on 1290 957 WHIO. This is and talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the full. As always, I want to remind you, you created to be healthy. Feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. I want to remind you that you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can press option two if you want to talk to one of our team members or leave a voicemail. Or you can text that number. Once again, that number is 937-552-7364. And you can text the word dinner or headaches or new patient or whatever it is that you're trying to figure out. Uh, as you are obviously trying to get to the cause of your problems, if you want to come to our next dinner, our next dinner is on September 12th, 6.30 p.m., Basil's in Troy. So you can come to that dinner. You can come by yourself. You can bring up to your four of your friends. And at that dinner, I'll talk about where true health and healing comes from, how to achieve it naturally without drugs and surgery, and what you can do preventatively to allow your body to function better. So... Uh, I want to welcome you today. We've been talking about headaches for those of you just joining us right now. So uh, headaches, right, are classified as different types. And right now, the International Headache Society classifies more than 150 types of headaches out there. So we're not going to talk about that many. We're going to talk about three mainly. There are six major ones that people are dealing with, but the three that most people deal with are migraines, tension headaches, and sinus headaches. So uh, you know, like I was saying on the last uh, segment, I was talking about how the suboccipital triangle, which is the space directly behind your ears, kind of where your neck and your head meet, that area right there is very neurologically rich. So a lot of nerves, a lot of blood vessels, little, little muscles, and they get tense. Those muscles get tense. Sometimes that drives up the actual inflammation in that area. And then that then in turn irritates the nerves, causing a headache or irritates the actual blood vessels, causing an increasing pressure in the head, right? So that's where the headaches come from. So a lot of people, like, you know, it's like, Dr. Juan, yeah, you're going to describe these headaches, but can you tell me a little bit more how they happen? So typically uh, where they come from is because of a postural misalignment. So when you're sitting up, and let's say you're standing up, right, um, 
if you look at somebody from the side, so if you're looking at their like profile, their head should be over their shoulders. So like if you look at their ear, you look at their ear, and that ear is supposed to be directly on top of the shoulder. So if the ear is forward, so if they look like their head is like falling forward, that right there basically tells you that they have forward head posture. So something that we teach in our office, we actually measure it on x-ray because we want to see how severe it is. And this is one of the tidbits. Uh, every single week we have a thought of the week, and we've had one uh, our last this past week in our office. And the thought of the week was just, just making people aware that like if you have 10 millimeters or more of forehead translation or forehead posture, that translates into 10 extra pounds of pressure and tension on the anterior portion of the front portion of the disc and vertebra in your neck, especially like C5, C6, C7. So that, and I'm, I'm going through all this information so you kind of understand where the headaches come from, right? So if your head translates forward, if you really think about it logically, if your head, like if you were just to like protrude your head forward, your eyes would then be looking at the ground. So what happens is that as you're looking at the ground, the body does not like that. You have this thing called the writing reflex. So the writing reflex wants you to look at the horizon. So you're actually aware of what's coming towards you and where you're walking to, right? So you don't run into something, fall off a cliff, etc. right? So this writing reflex wants you to look straight ahead, not at the ground. So for that reason, your neck, even though your head is forward, your neck will create this kind of like curve. And it, it'll, it's kind of like if you if you ever like observe chickens, uh, we got some chickens on our property and they're like pecking, right? But like chickens will actually then will pick their head up after they're pecking and they kind of look straight up at you, right? And they're like accentuate that curve in their neck. That's basically what you're doing if your head is forward and you're looking down at the ground, like pecking the ground like a chicken would looking for grubs, right? You then would lift up your head and look straight ahead so you can walk and actually know where you're going, right? So that right there contracts those muscles directly behind the head and the very, very top portion of the neck and the very bottom portion of the head, right? So where that meets right there is the suboccipital triangle. So that is the area that's most affected when people have headaches. And I know, I know, I know, I know you're like, Dr. Juan, but that's not where I feel my headache. I'm like, yep, I get it. But this is the reason I explain all that is because that's how we actually approach headaches in our office. We, I care that you have a migraine. I care that you have a tension headache. I care that you have a sinus headache, right? But I know their intervention according to where the human body lies whenever you look at the anatomy and the physiology. So when you look at the anatomy and the parts of where everything is, we can see that those nerves are being affected if you have too much pressure in the sinuses, you have too much pressure in your neck, et cetera. So this is why some of you will go to work and sit in front of a computer. Your head is protruding forward as you're reading your emails and answering questions and dealing with your boss, et cetera, right? And then by the end of the day, you'll notice that like your upper shoulders and the back of your neck are tight. And then you're like, oh, that's where I carry my stress. It's not necessarily the, that's where you carry your stress. That is basically due to the fact that you actually are contracting those muscles for way too long, not taking enough breaks and actually not relaxing those muscles or stretching them. So if you keep a muscle contracted for like eight hours straight, what happens? It starts going into spasm. It starts shaking and like getting tight, etc. Same as that concept, what happens to the neck muscles, right? So those neck muscles get tight and they get sore and then they get inflamed. And when they get inflamed, it's kind of like when you um, start lifting weights again, uh, for those of you who like to like squat or do air squats or anything with your legs, or even if you like start running, uh, you'll go for a run and then your legs will get really, really sore and the muscles just feel inflamed. Like every step you take, it's just like 
painstakingly like painful, right? That is the same concept of what's happening to those muscles in the back of the head, uh, by the neck, the base of the, the head, and by the very top of the neck. Uh, and then essentially it's like equivalent to you uh, once again sitting in an air squat all day or like doing sitting in a plank all day. Your muscles are going to feel it. So as you're sitting there in front of a computer or looking at your phone all day or doing construction and looking at the ground or whatever it is that you do, studying all day because you're a student, right? What happens is that those muscles become tight. Those muscles become tight. Those muscles get and get inflamed, and then that causes some alterations in the nerves and the muscles and the blood vessels. Then it starts manifesting in different styles or types of headaches. So one of the most common headaches out there, types, is tension headaches. This is, and I explained all that stuff before because this is going to help you understand these types of headaches better, better right? So tension headaches. They're called tension headaches because they actually feel like you have um, – and the muscles that actually would aid in the creation of these tension headaches are the following muscles, the shoulders, the neck, um, and then the, the jaw muscles. So these are a primary headache, right? And then the symptoms are very simple. It feels like – like you have a headband you have like a hat around your head and it's like pressure around that area right so tension tension headaches literally can be you know obviously moderate to severe so it, it actually starts without a warning it can last hours to days right what causes it is literally according to research is that these tension headaches can come from yes possibly genetic and that is always a factor uh, or environmental factors, right? But the most common cause is stress. And then secondly, lack of sleep, of course, depression, anxiety, uh, and skipping meals and alcohol use. But I'm going to say that posturally, sitting in a posture, abnormal posture, would also cause tension headaches because of what I just explained earlier, right? So very, very common to see people that have tension headaches be in an abnormal position, uh, that does not allow their bodies to adapt well enough to the actual correct environment uh, as they're working and going through life, right? So that's where tension headings are, and that's where they come from. And once again, it's just because of the amount of buildup and tension in the muscles, and then the muscles cause a constriction of blood vessels and actual pressing on nerves, and then that causes this band-type actual headache around your head that actually sometimes goes in between your eyebrows between right between your eyes which is obviously not very fun so migraine headaches right migraine headaches is the second type that i want to cover and these can range from moderate to severe and these are literally like one of the biggest things about migraine headaches is like a lot of people don't even know where they come from and yes there isn't a genetic issue that could actually uh be the main cause but for the most part, the main actual, um, the main actual other causes or triggers are things such as stress, anxiety, hormone changes in females. Right, so females, obviously, you know this. You go through your menstrual cycle every single month. That hormonal change does affect your body and sometimes creates migraines. So, obviously, definitely, definitely one of the major potentials because migraine headaches are typically found in females. If males have them, that's okay. But females are typically the actual demographic that has most of these headaches, right? Then light flashing lights or bright lights, loud noises, 
caffeine or alcohol consumption, uh, either sleeping too much or too little, and then sometimes strong smells also trigger migraine headaches. And same exact concept, things get actually tight. There's an aura, and this is where I've had the aura before, like once or twice, and then like it feels like like I'm being blinded in one eye. It's kind of like having a blind spot, and you can't like really see around it. And then typically what I do is I press in the back of my neck, and I feel like, wow, that's definitely tight. And then the aura starts going away. I'm like, okay, I am definitely out of position, so I get adjusted, right? As a chiropractor, that's what I do. I don't take a medication. I just get, hey, I grab one of my doctors. They adjust me, and then within minutes, hour, starts going away. I've had that happen about three times total in the last, like, 10, 15 years. So, but headaches is something that if it starts coming on, especially that migraine aura, that right there is telling me that your position of your body is probably – especially your neck is more likely out of position than not. So that's, uh, you know, once again, some of the causes could be related to heredity, like your mom or your dad passed on the genes for potential, um, obviously, uh, you know, migraine headaches, but typically is something structural as well that's going on that's causing that. The last one I want to go over before I go on break is sinus headaches. Sinus is literally, sinus headaches are very, very simple to know what, what causes them. The Air-filled cavities in our skull basically are meant to – they're meant to, like, moisturize the air that you breathe in, right? So sometimes what happens is that those areas get infected or get irritated. So sinuses get infected. There's a lot of mucus that builds up. The problem is that in those areas, there's a lot of nerves that run through there, and then that nerve ending gets actual pressure from the mucus buildup. That mucus buildup happens – and then that irritates that nerve, and it creates a sinus headache. The problem with sinus headaches is that they're very sharp. When then, like when you feel them, like it feels like somebody's stabbing you to like your forehead or your jawbone or like your your cheeks bones or whatever, right? Not your jawbone, but your cheekbones, right? Sometimes it can translate to your jaw and actually make your teeth hurt. So if your teeth hurts when you're chewing, uh, and you feel kind of like stuffy, and you're getting a headache, it's more likely not a sinus headache. So so one of the symptoms that you can notice is runny nose. Obviously, green nasal, like, you know, yucky discharge. You can have tenderness in the area of the face or the forehead. Uh, also, painful teeth, bad breath, coughing, fever, fatigue, etc. But one of the biggest giveaways is that it feels like a sharp pain in your cheekbones or your forehead. That is a dead giveaway. That is a sinus headache. Folks, I got to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Day Season Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living a Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you back to the show. So we're going to finish up on headaches, and um, obviously you can find us always by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can press option 2 if you want to talk to somebody or leave a voicemail, or you can text that number. Once again, that number is 937-552-7364. You can text Headaches, you can text new patient, you can text dinner. Once again, our next dinner is on September 12th at 6.30 p.m. at Basil's in Troy. Uh, you're more than welcome to come by yourself. You can come up with up to four friends. And obviously, come and listen and understand how to achieve true health care without drugs and surgery and how to obviously fix 
the ailments that obviously are deal- you're dealing with on a daily basis. So if you're interested in that, once again, that is September 12th, 6.30 p.m., Basils in Troy. Uh, once again, we'll dive into what you can do naturally to fix your health problems. So welcome back. just want to give you a couple of tips before I get off air here. I just got a few more minutes. So um, what, talking about headaches, obviously, whether they are migraines, tension headaches, um, they're, they're cluster headaches, or sinus headaches, right? So the most common, once again, migraines, tension, and sinus. There are a lot of different things that you can actually do to resolve those naturally without having to take a medication. So I'm just give you a couple of quick tips of what you can do. You know, I talked about where those headaches start, typically in the back of the neck. Yes, of course, you may hit, you you may feel that headband kind of tightness. That's where obviously the tension headaches would look like, um, and where you would feel them. Uh, also, the migraines are kind of, you know, starting the eyes with the aura, uh, sinuses kind of right directly between your eyebrows or your cheekbones, right, because the sinuses are located. But uh, obviously, you can massage those areas behind the neck, and sometimes that relieves. But there's a lot of other things you can do to actually help the headaches while you have them or as you feel the onset of an, a headache coming on. So one of the number one things that you can do um, is actually drink water. And the reason why is because a lot of studies have shown that a lot of people get headaches, whether they're migraines, sinus headaches, um, obviously tension headaches, is literally due to a chronic dehydration problem. So you have to start drinking water as soon as you feel the very beginnings of the headache, right? Some people have headaches that, you know, will last a lot longer than others. But if you feel the onset or you feel like the, a headache's about to come on, you start drinking water, that's going to actually really help you uh, because chronic dehydration causes a chemical imbalance in your body between, you know, magnesium and potassium and different things that are going to either vasoconstrict or vasodilate, so make the blood vessels larger or smaller, and that would then change the pressure in your head, causing, obviously, headaches. So definitely one of the easiest things you can do if you're getting a headache, is actually start drinking water, right? So you should be consuming water pretty regularly. Obviously, about three-fourths of your body is water. 60-plus percent of the body is water. So very, very important. So magnesium is a phenomenal supplement. The reason why is because magnesium, specifically magnesium glycinate, uh, is the most absorbable form of magnesium to the human body. So magnesium is really, really cool because what it does, it actually causes the blood vessels to dilate. So the the constriction that happens in the blood vessels, most times than not, it actually causes an increase in pressure. So then that causes the headaches that people would feel. So whenever you take magnesium, that actually causes the muscular layer of the actual blood vessel to relax naturally. So magnesium glycinate is another way for you to be able to reduce the actual symptomatology. So if you're having a raging headache, right? So, um, you know, if you want to reduce the actual onset or the severity of the headache or even the duration of it, taking some magnesium, you know, 200 to 600 milligrams, obviously you kind of got to gauge it. If you take too much, it may irritate your bowels. And of course you got a headache and now going to the bathroom (laughs) three to four times, loose stools, not very fun. So you got to kind of gauge it and see, but two to 600 milligrams is what the studies have shown to be effective when uh, you're having a headache onset to reduce um, that, that actual constriction in the blood vessels, right? So um, the last thing I can tell you is 
utilizing essential oils. And I know this is something that like legitimately I wasn't into until a few years ago. Wasn't really aware what essential oils were and what they did. But nonetheless, essential oils help tremendously. Studies have shown over and over the aromatherapy of the actual compounds found in essential oils are very, very, um, you know, potent when it comes to reducing the severity of a headache or even reducing the duration of a headache. So peppermint oil and lavender oil are the ones that are most common, and you can utilize them by diffusing them, smelling them. You can actually rub them. There's certain points, and you can look this up online or talk to one of your friends that does essential oils. There are certain spots you can put them like on your temples, you can put them on your wrists, etc. that would help your body absorb and get the aromatherapy along with the chemical changes and the compounds that go into the bloodstream that would help also ease that headache as well. There's a million and one other things that you can do, but these three things are the top few things that you can do to start reducing headache severity when you do have them. So folks, I am out of time. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys listening week in and week out to living the full life. Once again, I'm your host, Dr. Juan Fernandez. And thanks so much. You guys have a blessed weekend. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO. Dance is and talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 957 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk.